the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Here is one final comment uh, for today's show on the blockbuster revelation that the Clinton campaign not only financed, but hired guys to create a phony narrative about ties between Trump and Russia, then took it to the FBI, then said, oh, look, look what the FBI has, when they created it all along. Uh, Jim Jordan, who will decidedly be in on the front lines of investigating this in the House if Republicans win the House back in November. The Democrats' key lawyer, their number one election lawyer, was involved in spying on the sitting president of the United States. President Trump was right. Clear back in 2017, he said, they're spying on me. And all the Democrats in the mainstream press said, no, no, that's not happening. Two years later, it was Attorney General Barr who said spying took place. And the media and the Democrats had the same reaction. Now we know for sure in 2022, now we know for sure that they were in fact spying. And it was, as I said yesterday, worse than we thought. Uh, Yeah, Hillary Clinton looks like she's going to try to run. If it's a rematch between her and President Trump, uh, I think President Trump wins in a landslide. Well, I hope it's not a rematch between her and President Trump, because I don't want the 2024 election to be about the 2016 election. Bad enough it'd be about the 2020 election. Oh, whoever runs, you can bet Van Jones will be chattering about it on CNN. Now, Van Jones, there are many worse partisans on CNN than Van Jones. Uh, But Van Jones is in the news today because he has announced that he and a, I don't know, I'll say it this way. He and a woman (laughs) uh, are celebrating a new addition to his modern family. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, 53-year-old Van Jones has been an advocate for conscious co-parenting. Saturday, he announced in a statement with People magazine that he welcomed a baby girl this month with his friend, Noemi. Here's the quote from Van Jones. After the COVID lockdown, I got clear that I wanted another kid. I discovered that my friend, Noemi, also wanted a baby. So we decided to join forces and become conscious co-parents. It's a concept that I hope more people will explore and consider. Uh, They're joining forces. Not to overthrow an adjacent government to have a child. Uh, More from Van Jones, enlightened CNN commentator. This month, we welcomed to Earth a baby girl whom we will raise as co-parenting partners. This is a special time for our families. I feel grateful, joyful, and blessed. 
As we create a safe and loving environment for this blessed young soul, I respectfully ask for privacy. Thank you for all the love and support. Uh, This is the third time Van Jones has become a father. Uh, He has two sons through an ex-wife. This time he wanted another child, apparently because he gets uh, lonesome for being a Disney dad, to take his child off the shelf, play with it, put it back when he's done, hand it off to his conscious co-parent. This is decidedly not how children are ideally designed to come into the world. They are designed to come into the world with two loving parents. Uh, This makes a mockery of that. It is deserving of criticism. It is not something that will be good for children if this is to continue. It reduces a child from a life to a commodity, to something that you make a little time for but aren't fully committed to. If you think you can raise a child like that and the child will not pick up on it, you are delusional. You are delusional. I'm not surprised that this is being extolled virtuously by the left, by one of the leading commentators on the left. I will not be surprised when it continues to take off and grow in this country because our country has decided to step away from anything that holds us accountable to the moral law that built that God built into each and every one of our hearts. And I know a lot of you think that I'm alarmist when I talk about persecution or being jailed for having certain religious beliefs, being jailed for standing up and saying that immorality in all forms is wrong, that transgenderism is wrong, damaging, evil, demonic. That won't happen here, Bruce. We have freedom of speech. Too many people in this country still believe it won't happen here. Well, a few weeks ago, I told you about a trial that is going on in Finland where Christianity is the state religion. We don't have a state religion here. They do. It's Christianity. So they had a trial, and day one of the trial I recap for you, where essentially a woman is on trial for reading the Bible. (laughs) For reading the Bible out loud, portions of which stipulate that marriage is between one man and one woman. I told you that trial would reconvene, and then a verdict would be issued. Today is the day that trial reconvenes. Today. So to refresh your memory, uh, Paivi Razanen is a member of the Finnish parliament. And uh, Juhana Pohala is a bishop in the Christian church in Finland. They are both charged with hate crimes for publicly expressing their Christian beliefs. The first day of their trial was last month. Uh, The member of parliament who's on trial, Pohala, says that this has been a good experience. Hopefully she's not convicted and spends two years in jail. But she says it's been a good experience because it has allowed her the privilege to stand for freedom of speech and freedom of religion and the truth of the Bible. They are, as I said, being prosecuted for stating simple Christian beliefs that any Christian in this country 
who actually follows what the Bible teaches about marriage would also defend. I would certainly defend it. Uh, The bishop says this, this is a very serious issue because for Christians, the Bible is the word of God and there is no Christianity if you are not allowed to agree with the Bible. Amen to that. The verdict will come next month, so they'll hear final testimony today. The bishop said, two years ago, I would never have believed that this would happen in Finland. Is it beyond the realm of possibility that two years from now, you or me would say the exact same thing about this country? They have been under investigation, interrogation, for the last three years. This has not escaped the attention of some elected officials in the United States. Chip Roy, congressman from Texas, Senators Mike Braun, Josh Hawley, James Inhofe, James Lankford, and Marco Rubio, five Republicans, have urged international human rights watchdogs to monitor the case because they say it could open the door for prosecution of other devout Christians, Muslims, and Jews, and adherents of other faiths for publicly stating their religious beliefs. Yeah, it could. You think if this isn't allowed to stand in Finland, it won't be a template for people who want to eliminate all mention of and deference to God in our country? I think you're really missing the point. How did this all start? The member of parliament who's on trial tweeted several Bible verses in June of 2019 that brought her under scrutiny. What did she tweet? She tweeted, marriage is between one man and one woman. (laughs) I mean, it's just, just utterly amazing. Paul Coleman's an attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom. He says that laws, and you see them, hate crime laws here in the U.S., hate crime laws in Canada... The laws are so vague, they can be shaped, bent, molded to prosecute anyone for anything that is not a complete and outright endorsement of immorality in its many forms. The attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom, Paul Coleman, says, I would characterize this day as a modern-day inquisition. The heresy is that they are on trial for standing against the new sexual orthodoxy of the day. Jack Phillips, Colorado Cake Baker, Flores. It's here. It's just a question of how much worse can it get? How much more leeway, more license can the left be given? This member of parliament, a member of parliament, an elected official, said she's been interrogated three times for a total of 13 hours, up to six hours at a time, about her religious beliefs, interrogated in a Christian country for her religious beliefs. She told the police she would not recant her Christianity and that it is not a crime in Finland, again, which is officially, officially, a Christian nation and the state church is Christianity. So... Uh, keep them in your thoughts and in your prayers, and I'll give you uh, any details and updates I get on this because I think people in our country who are held in check only by the fact that they don't think they can win this argument right now, that they can win this special agenda that they have right now to demonize and minimize God and to prosecute those of us who prioritize him in our life, 
I think they're looking at this as a template for how they can do it here and whether they have the license to do it here. And that's why it bears watching. So I know some people who listen to the show think I'm off my rocker and in tinfoil hat territory when I say that there is coming an attack on people of faith in our country. Let me tell you why I think that. Because when you look at any issue that you see in our public discourse debate today, the typical objection or the perception of the objection is that the objection stems from religious grounds. The gay lobby feels that people of faith are against them. They feel shame, they feel guilt, and it is, in their view, unjustifiably assigned them because people of faith say that they're uh, living immorally. Uh, The abortion issue, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a minute because they're trying to co-opt this and make it a holy good thing, It's almost a sacrament of the left. But the most objections are that uh, that's a baby. You're killing it. There's a commandment against that. Even the immigration issue. No objection to immigration on the grounds of faith, but it's twisted. The faith argument is twisted. That's, oh, you're not compassionate. You're not compassionate enough if you don't want illegal Aliens, non-citizens to come into our country. There are churches like the twisted Columbus Mennonite Church that breaks the law, defies the laws of our country, that hosts people who are illegally in our country in the sanctuary of their church building. Now, pretty soon, they're going to come and yank Christians out of their homes and put them in prison. But as of this point in time, churches like Columbus Mennonite Church can use their church building for their purposes to keep the government at bay. Pedophilia. We're approaching an era where pedophilia, they're already trying to non-criminalize it. The people who object to it, object to it on religious grounds or just on humanitarian grounds. But if they can get rid of religion, if they can get rid of faith, if they can get rid of the application of faith to Matters of governance, well then, you remove the impediment to their power, and a lot of their problems, getting people to go along with their agenda items, go away. And they won't make religion go totally away, because look at our president right now. Look at our Speaker of the House. They're devout. They're devout in their observation of faith, right? So there will always be people. There will always be people who will go along to get along. And there are a lot of people out there who are even now people here in Columbus. There's a faith endeavor that advocates for abortion right here in our city. And you think, wow, something weird is going on in our city here. If that's the case, that's pretty much universal. Universal. Here's a story from the Federalist about... A woman by the name of Kaylee McAvoy. Kaylee McAvoy is a reverend at Westmoreland Congregational United Church of Christ in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, She and her boyfriend got pregnant. They weren't married. The very first place they went, 
the Federalist says, was a cathedral to pray, but not for grace to persevere through an unplanned pregnancy. No, McAvoy actually called a doctor's office while inside the place of worship to schedule an abortion. And while other visitors started to come into the chapel, McAvoy's boyfriend turned to them and said they needed to leave because, quote, something holy is happening here. Unless you think she's just one heretic. She describes abortion as a social and theological good. Presbyterian minister Rebecca Todd Peters in an October USA Today op-ed wrote, I did not make my abortion decisions despite my Christian identity and faith, but rather because of it. And it's not just Christians. Rabbi Rachel Pass, in a September article, same publication, claimed that her abortion during rabbinical school was, quote, a blessing and a sacred choice. Uh, Here is a um, story by Ray Guerra Lorenzo on the Planned Parenthood website that asserts that abortion is sacred because women's, quote, reproductive health is sacred. Listen to this quote. Listen to the error in this quote. I am here because of abortion. Huh? I am here because of abortion. Apparently she is uh, somewhat unfamiliar with how abortion works. I am here because of abortion. Someone down the line of ancestors knew when it was, and it wasn't time for expanding their family. My own children are here because of abortion. Bet not. Bet not. But this is indicative of how evil can obscure truth and how people who are charged with um, sharing truth, emphasizing truth, underscoring it, perpetuating it, can instead perpetuate evil. They are couching the murder of a human being as something sacred and holy. I don't know how you get past the commandment, thou shalt not murder, Uh, but it does not stop them in their tracks. So if faith, an authentic religion, is an impediment to the left doing what it wants to do, they'll either twist it to authorize it, or they will eliminate it altogether. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.